Rasmus, 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of Three Idiots and a Podcast presented by... No, 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 that's not the podcast. Sorry, that's my other podcast. Welcome back, folks. We are the Covered It Boys, your weekly golfy, non-golfy podcast presented by Quack Golf. Quack Golf are the real deal, folks. Get over to quackgolf.com if you want some comfy joggers, trendy shorts, and brilliant bucket hats. Um, a brand for the people and by the people, lads. What do you think of that? Nice. I like that. Was, that. that was good, Shani. You didn't even you hadn't even run that past us. <laughs> that, you bypassed you the... the marketing department. <laughs> you guys can use the cover this discount code on the Quack website now to get yourself some deals. So that's covered it all capitals. Um, and go and get yourself some nice gear. So if you are new to the pod this week, sit back and relax and listen to a group of very good childhood friends with bang average golf games talk absolute nonsense on all sorts of tangents about nothing and everything. Um, thank you for everyone for listening last week. We had our most ever day one downloads and lots of nice comments and reviews. So honestly, thank you very much. Of course, back with me this week, we have Ben Scott. How are you doing, Ben? Very good, Patrick. Um, feels like I haven't seen you in months, and it's only been two days. <laughs> um, very, very excited to get back in the booth for this one. Mm. There's lots of energy going around the booth right now as we speak. And of course, we still have our, our uh, fact checker, Scott. How are you doing, Scott? I saw you yesterday, but it, again, feels like I haven't seen you in days. Yeah, man, I'm good. Um, as you said, a lot of energy. Very excited. We've talked about this podcast now for the last five days and bits and bobs <laughs> that we want to cover in it. So just been sitting here in my home desk, just getting ready to uh, get on and chat a bit of crap. <laughs> getting ready to go. Lads, episode 10. We're on to the back nine. Shani, I, I heard a fact. Actually, I cannot remember it now. But it was something like, if your podcast goes... If it goes longer than twenty episodes, um, it's it's outlasted ninety percent of the podcasts out there. So we're halfway to wow. being in the top ten percentile. Wow! And then what happens? Does our budget go way up? Well, then I yeah, then I think we just get loads of funding and we do it as a full time job. But we're half we're halfway there. So let if we could do, we could just pound out ten more really quick and we could get there. Keep it going, folks. Keep the support going. We're loving it so far, but. Get it into your WhatsApp groups. Spread the word. We are coming. We are coming. Um. Okay. So as always, we're going to start it with start with the shoutouts. Uh, and for anyone who follows Quack on Instagram, you will have seen that obviously we, we myself, Ben, and Scott were playing a bit of golf this week. And before the rounds of golf that we played, we put an over under Instagram poll on the Quack Golf Story. Uh, over under being. Will Shani shoot over under 78? Will Ben shoot over under 78? And the same with Scott. 67% of you voted that I would shoot over 78. You all laughed at me. And I said it on the last pod. I said it. If there was blue skies, I'd wipe the floor with these lads. You should have checked the weather forecast. I said it. I won't name names. Stephen Cole, Tom Ferguson, Sam McElroy, Josh Adams, Scott for Erlang, Simon Garland, Rob Hanley. But you all laughed at me. 
Um, which, which one of which one of those hurt the most that they didn't believe in you? Surely Sam. Sam hurt, but our very own agricultural correspondent. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry if yeah, you know? remember the pod didn't. Yeah, that's pretty gutting. Come on, bit of support for the pod, Tom Ferguson. Tom Plastic Sheeting Ferguson. Um. Another shout out to Joe Lyons of Lyons Links for hosting an absolutely fabulous great tournament down there in Waterville and Dukes. Um, here, here. We will get into this ver- later on. Obviously, we, we have lots of tales to tell you, but um, fair play, Joe. Um, thank you very much. Look, Joe, I have a bit of a bone to pick with you in that you gave our very own Ben Scott the best overall gross score prize even though I beat him by two shots in the overall gross and the daily gross. Listen, who's counting? It's only a golf tournament at the end of the day, which is literally judged on the amount of golf shots you take. But that's fine, Joe. That's fine. That's no problem. Shani, I can one-up you on the over-under. Both days, my father said I'd shoot over par. (laughs) 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 What do you expect when when you've slagged your father on every podcast? I came into the he collected me from the airport on Thursday before we went down to Waterville and he came into the house and he was like, God, I'm after getting an awful doing. You, you've called me overweight. You've called me badly dressed. So dad, <laughs> probably not listening to this one. I do apologize. You're none of those things, but I will take to the grave with me that you said I was going to shoot over par and you were right one of the days. Um, my, my dad rang me last night as well because he, he listened to the very first episode, which he, he's missed. He's only catching up. And he was like, what's this you hybrid wood thing that you're talking about? <laughs> He's like, do I need one of those now? <laughs> no, you don't, Dad. Wait, um, until, wait until we get our club deal and then you can start pushing out suggested clubs yes, to people. Yes. Um, Look, I'm going to give a, a rallying call shout out to Kevin Yu. He hasn't posted anything on Instagram since the 21st of February, since his knee surgery that has put him out of playing golf on the tour anymore. So I just want to, he actually did put up an Instagram story this morning of his cat though. It looked very depressing. So uh, like, I really hope the rehab is going well for Kevin. You got, I think, I think, I think at this stage, stage, we really need to reach out to Kevin, you and just make some sort of, yeah. Can we drop him a DM? Yeah, can you send him a message with the quack Instagram actually, and just yeah, let him I, know, let him know what that I've picked him for the U.S. Open and that we're rallying here for him. Yeah, I actually sent Denny McCarthy a DM trying to see if there was any <laughs> any any Irish in his heritage, um, and he hasn't got back to me yet. So I don't know, maybe maybe it got lost, maybe it's in his requests. But I'll reach well, out. See, this is where the power of the pod comes into it. You know, maybe there's someone out there who knows Denny McCarthy and Kevin Yu and can put them in touch with us, and you know, we can get the full story on both. I'll send it. Oh, yeah. If any of our 20, 30 listeners happen to know Kevin Yu personally <laughs> or Denny McCarthy playing on the PGA Tour, please, please do do tell them that we've been asking for them um, and that we would love an introduction or just to you know, just to hear how they're getting on. What type of cat do you have? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I hate cats. A sad one. <laughs> Um, another shout out to Ben's mom who has been leaving comments on our podcast platforms disguising yourself as Justine Reid and um, also for anyone who has been a keen listener to the shout outs we also 
shouted out a comment that asked if any of us were single and we thought that was Nick the Bear Burns, but it was actually Ben's mom. So fairly cheeky, fairly cheeky. Yeah, Diana, Diana. enough of that. No more of that, please. <laughs> Good banter, though. Good banter. Um, and um, I finally just have a shout out for Man Fridays in Kinsale, lads. Joss Horgan. She's a big listener of the pod. Loves it. Joss is. Yeah. And, no way. Um, I love Joss and Philip. Shout my, out to Joss yeah, and Philip. My mom was walking with her the other day and she said that she had 36 golfers in from the old head last weekend um, on a, a big tour or whatever. So uh, just a shout out if you're, if, if any of you groups of lads are, and ladies are booking a, a big group tour down to the old head this year on a staycation or whatever, make sure you book in for man dinner and man Fridays and a pint in the Bullman after. Um, how how have we reached how have we reached Joss Horgan like that has to be the most random listener that <laughs> that's like and I love Josh she's the nicest lady ever it's just mad that she listens to our podcast because of Nora Shanahan oh um, is Nora spreading the word oh I love that Nora they go for, for a walk every sale. morning they go for a walk every morning and ah, they talk sorry. about what's going on my son is now a podcast host anyway I have I have one uh, Shani I have one shout out this week uh, oh yes yeah, mine is actually to uh, Mr. David O'Hare. Do you remember David O'Hare, Shani, from the golf club in Kinsale? I do, yeah. Fine Kinsale, man. He actually reached out to message me with a wonderful fact um, oh. that he says he's loving the Ring and Anne content. Um, could definitely get behind the Augusta of, Arle- of Augusta of Ireland. Lots of good memories there. It was pretty enough to be used on a Sky Sports ad at one point. So oh. I've never seen the ad, but I'm going to take that that's a fact. Um, and that Ring and Man was once used, and that there are other people Sorry. out there who appreciate Ring and Man. Sorry, one second. Did you not, or did somebody not message in 20 minutes going, What should I research for the podcast today? And you didn't research <laughs> when the Sky, when Ring and Man was used for Sky Sports. That, sure, that was how do I even get number one? Yeah, but firstly, exactly. Firstly, I don't know how to start Googling that. And secondly, I don't want to Google it and to find out that it's not a fact because then it ruins the Let's whole thing for me. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. a fact. I'm taking it that Dave is telling yeah. the truth and that he has factual evidence about it. So yeah. thanks, Dave O'Hare. That is the best fact we've had on this podcast. Do you know that famous quote, you're entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts? That doesn't apply on this podcast. Yeah, like the isn't that like the fact of you know what way the crow the bird flies? <laughs> no, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But it is funny that you mention Ring and Anne, Scott, because that's next on my notes here. Actually, I I've so got if one you quick are going there, oh another quick shout. Let's go. Just a quick shout out um for uh, Shrew Power, who's based in Canada. Saw um, that rumor has it he's been ducking uh Canadian Golf Association, hasn't he? Putting in his scores. He broke 80 for the first time, two birdies, two eagles, two chippings um, for se- 75, which is very good. So if I have to write the letter myself to the Canadian golf organization, I will, shrew. So let's just get those scores in or there could be repercussions. Love to hear it. No sandbaggers here. Also, love that he hadn't broken 80 before and he goes and shoots 75. Yeah. Blitzed it. That's, yeah. yeah, that's not even like, you know, shaking over a putt for 79. That's just smashing through the barrier, isn't it? I'd also look, it'd be great if you could send us a voice note on how the Canadian handicap system works. I assume they're world handicap as well, but maybe they're not because not everyone is. Anyway, um, so yeah, if you are driving to Kinsale this year for your staycation, make sure on the way into the town as you're going up the hill, 
before you get to the brow of the hill, look over to your left and you will see a course, a previous golf course called Ring and um, that oh sorry I thought you were are... going to say as you're coming to the Kinsale <laughs> you look to your left you'll see a fantastic restaurant across the bay called Man Fridays <laughs> like if we just become a podcast about the culinary <laughs> options in Kinsale but no you will see the old Ring and um, and I was chatting with my dad about our potential name proposal for the new Ring and when we bring it back and we're all behind calling it the Royal Ring and when we do eventually bring Ring and back but what I was going to suggest to the pod, and I think we should discuss it, is as part of this business proposal that we need to put together, um, could we kind of get ahead of the ball with sort of guerrilla marketing? And um, have you ever seen that movie, Three Billboards in Missouri or something, where, do you know, she put up the three billboards on the road? What about on that drive up as as you're coming up to the top of the hill in Kinsale, we put three billboards there, like... Bring left. back ring and an. Do you know like and like change it every down, day? Yeah, like down with foot golf or something like that. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Who actually plays foot golf? Yeah. 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 So I was thinking, like, yeah, we'll go, you know, bring back ring and an, and then the last one could be do you know that Munster rugby flag that they always bring to away days where it just says believe? It's just yeah. a red flag, just says believe. And then everyone might actually start believing in it. Because I'd say there's some very sad people living in Kinsale that don't have ringing in and anymore we're just going to bring the belief back to them um like ben was saying that when he got his flight back from shannon there he there was a big monster rugby kind of a mural big mural on the on the on the wall wasn't there ben and it just yeah. gave you a bit a bit of adrenaline when you were oh, dead was, and buried you know what i, I mean? was ready to run through a wall there i had hit a bit of a slump yeah um, so i reckon if there's anyone out there who does billboards and is willing to donate three of them to the podcast? Um, we can throw them up. Surely we'll just go down and whip them up. Be grand. Nobody. Dad's got a tractor. <laughs> yeah. And what we go with? Bring back ringing Anne and then hashtag believe. Yeah, I think so. And like look left, so people can look at it as they go past. Yeah, they can understand what they're looking <clears throat> back. Right. So that's building pace anyway. Oh, sorry. Just thing- um, just on the on the naming of it to the Royal Ring and Anne. Mm. Um, apparently, uh, this my brother-in-law Jimmy gave us this fact, um, which I'm not sure if I believe. But to be a royal club, you have the golf course has to be opened by a royal member of the royal family. Mm. So, as Scott was saying earlier, if anyone out of our forty listeners has a contact to maybe Charles or William, um, <laughs> Philip, or... yeah, I reckon but, Harry. Yeah. What 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 about the dodgy one? We take him. See, that be louder. Oh, that's Harry, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. sweat. The dodgy one. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we need we need him to open Royal Ringland, and then we've got reciprocals with all the other royal clubs in the world. Ben, we are really vibing here because my next note was who hits the te- ceremonial tee shot? Question mark. Like we are really getting good at this podcast malarkey. Prince Andrew. Yeah, could you imagine that? And then we actually get to call it Royal Ringland. That would be so brilliant. I t- do you want, do you want, can I tell you what the first thing I do is once we get a hold of the place. I'd get Jerry Maguire from Karen. I'd pay whatever he wants and I'd headhunt him and bring him down to Kinsale yeah. and get him yeah. to run the place. And the other I'd thing... Buy, I'd, I'd buy all the... Le- I'd also buy... I'm just, I'd, we'd have to buy all the land to the left. And I oh, think we're making where, an 18. That's where we yeah. build a second nine. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, you know, there yeah. and then like a kind of a C9. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I was thinking as well that... Do you know in Harbour Town this week the way that they get that cannon to like 
open, you know, where yeah. they blow the cannon into the water. We're definitely going to do a bit of that for the opening teach. Maybe we'll do one one cannon blow a morning or something out into the out into the water. <laughs> um, yeah, we get the the greenskeeper. The greenskeeper's first duty is to. Is to it's just the it's the lawnmower <laughs> backfiring. <laughs> so sorry, let me just explain this right. So sorry, in the old ring and an, um, they they didn't actually used to cut new holes every morning. They used to just have two holes cut on every single green. And the greenskeeper's first job in the morning was to move the flag. On each hole from one side of the green to the other side. <laughs> so the greenskeepers now first two jobs is to move the flag on every hole and to fire the cannon. <laughs> um and then that's when you know you can you can tee off. Um and then the other thing is we're gonna have to decide what colour our, our uh, jacket is gonna be, our club jacket. You know, are, yeah, okay. are we going tartan or green or what are we doing? I'll do I'll do some mock ups. Well, Kinsale colours are blue and white, so maybe we'll tag on there somewhere. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> is it more? Okay. Bel- is it not more Belguli? I know that's yeah. That's probably that's probably for another pod. Yeah, as okay. to whether okay. it's Belguli's course or Kinsale. Yeah, we'll be starting it's, riots. It's a bit like when, when the we whale get the bypass around when the whale like... washed up in Kilbritton in Harbourview. And, oh, what happened there? You know that you know, like ten years ago or more than that, a whale washed up and died in like Harborview, just down below my house. Right. And uh, a corporate sherry very much tried to claim the whale, and in the middle of one of the nights, the whale suddenly the carcass disappeared, and about six months later, it showed up in Kilbritton Village, hung as like a, a tourist oh. attraction. Is that there, the story behind that? No yeah, one the knows. Big dispute over a dead whale. Yeah, no one knows whose village wow. it went into. Yeah. Could we, can we do that as a piece maybe on the next pod? Can we come come back with a few facts and maybe maybe get some some listener comments to? We could maybe unearth the truth behind that on the next pod. Okay, I'll, we'll put out some feelers. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, moving on. Um, so as we've heard, have, have we just become <laughs> a, a crime podcast <laughs> where like. On next week, we're going to figure out who actually stole the whale. And the week after that, we're going to figure out what happened to Sophie Tuscan de Plantier. Like, we're, are we just going to start... All, all West Cork crimes. See, that all West Cork crimes. There's a lot of West Cork there's a whole podcast about that anyway. But I mean, Here, you know what I was, opinion, I was uh, watching there on the plane back um, was the Boston bombings. There's a oh, Netflix documentary. That. Very good. Oh, yeah, is it good? Two episodes in, very good. Yeah. Would, would recommend it. Also, I also watched uh, Lewis Capaldi. Recommend oh, that I love, started that. I'm going to get into that. Yeah. I actually great. still have to finish Clarkson's Farm Lads as well. Shani, you got to go. I don't know how you uh, have been able to do it this long. Like, I just wanted to blitz it after watching the first episode. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. So moving on, we actually might start talking about a bit of golf here now. Um, Not professional golf, though. The next best thing. Um, Myself, Ben and Scott were playing in the Lions Links. Competition down in Kerry, as we already mentioned, the Kingdom Cup. Um, we almost didn't get there though. There was an incident. <laughs> so myself and Scott drove down from Dublin, and Ben and Jimmy. We might as well introduce Jimmy. Jimmy is Ben's brother-in-law, my new best friend. Um, <laughs> uh, we got on like a house on fire, an absolute gentleman. So shout out Jimmy. Um, so myself and Scott were driving down from Cork or from Dublin. And we went over the 
pass. I actually don't know what the name of the pass is. Is it called a pass? But it's the last hour anyway. It's a beautiful part of the drive. And it was myself, Scott, and our car, and there was no one else. And we heard a big um, scratching, screeching noise, which we assumed was a flat tire. And I don't know how we would get out. Did you have a spare, Scott? Never actually asked you. Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, God. Okay, thank what, God. Would I have known how to put it on? Absolutely not. <laughs> Two girls. We've actually, do you know what we would have done? Oh, we would have rang. Do you know what we would have done? What I would bet we have you, done? I, I guarantee you he would have came. We would have rang our agricultural correspondent, <laughs> Tom Plastic Sheet. Oh, yeah, person. yeah. He would, would have been straight down. Straight yeah, down. We would have rang someone like Tom or someone who um, actually knew what they were doing instead of two, as you said. Exactly, two. yeah. Um, like so... Anyway, it turned out to be literally a twig was stuck <laughs> in the bottom. <laughs> literally a Maybe. twig was stuck in the bottom of the car and scratching off the road. It was the smallest twig I've ever seen in my life. It was um, terrifying. But thankfully, no fuel uh, chambers were, were bushed or anything like that. Um, and then Ben and Jimmy. We had a, uh, we came a similar route. And I can tell you from experience that there is not a single petrol station between Killarney and Waterloo. <laughs> We drove 60 kilometers on the fuel light, about 20 kilometers when it said that we had zero range. So we were clutching around corners and it's very, you got to go up a big hill and then you come down a big hill. Um, so yeah, make sure you fill up in Clarny if you're coming down to Waterville, just as a heads I up. I definitely think you went the wrong way as well if you came the same road as us from Cork. Yeah, I missed the turn off to Kilgarvin. Probably, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the drives are beautiful. Um, and... We got there and the golf started fairly quickly. I, I'd i say on the second fairway was walking down and started hyping up Jimmy um, because I was just telling him I'm a hype man when we play golf and I like everyone to have positive vibes. Um, by the time we got to the seventh hole, I basically was trying to think. So the seventh hole, for anyone who doesn't know, in Waterville is a dog leg right, um, short par four where the the green is potentially drivable depending on the wind conditions. And I was trying to think of the phrase as the crow flies and my brain just couldn't get there. So I decided to just logically step by step describe out the phrase by saying, if I was a crow and I started on this tee box and flew in this direction towards the green, where would that direction be? (laughs) So maybe it was a, you had to be there moment, but we had a good laugh at that. And um, I think that's actually when Scott was a dirty <laughs> shot hit. <laughs> yeah, I, in Waterville, they have these like little tea boxes. Well, I suppose most courses have them. It was the like, sand a, thing, was it? No, it's the it was where you throw your discarded teas or broken teas. Oh, yeah, yeah. In yeah. Waterville, they have them just these little square boxes. And I was like, okay, take this line of the three wood. And for the whole weekend, I couldn't hit a golf ball out of my way anyway. But this was the hole I decided to just pure a three wood, three inches off the ground and straight into this tee box that was 20 yards in front of me and just straight came straight back at me, almost went into the course behind me and evidently ended up. In but I've <laughs> never hit hilarious. it. I've never hit a tee marker in my life. It was um, hilarious. It was legitimate, it. legitimately a, a negative 30 tee shot. Oh, yeah. Like it was full on backwards, like 30 yards. Yeah. yeah. Um, any the real purists, this weekend. For any of the purists out there, um, who want to hear us talk about Waterville? I mean, like lads, what a place, what a course, what a setting. Yeah. Um. I I said it before I went down, and I I just reiterated it being there. But it's by far it's my favorite golf course in Ireland. I think that mm. there's not there's not a week hole. I think more often than not, I've had good weather down there. It's like a little microclimate. Unbelievable. 
It's the best clubhouse in the country. Unbelievable food. The staff are it's is as good as you'll get in terms of staff and people down there. Um it is yeah, I've I'm I've run out of superlatives to describe Waterville. Same. It is by far my favorite golf course. Yeah, I love it. It is but it's the best I'm gonna go out on a limb, but it's not really a limb. It's the best clubhouse in, in Ireland. Yeah. Well, yeah, like when I was making the notes for this pod, I was I wrote down best clubhouse, in my opinion, tied best staff with Karen, best logo in my opinion. Yeah. And then yeah. I was just like, is it actually? And and the course is absolutely spectacular, and I love it. So like, is it? You know, it's definitely in the conversation. Yeah. For for, for a whole experience, it's it's, it's it has top. to be in the conversation. Yeah. Like because even small thing as you said, there the staff. Jesus, mm. the staff she more makes such a huge difference. difference. Yeah. yeah, they're the nicest people ever. There's, co- there's a couple like, of, I was just going to say, there's there's a couple of like quiet holes that you kind of forget. Like the first isn't mm. anything, anything too special, but like two and three are amazing. Uh, 17 is like super underrated par three. Like it's spectacular when you're up there. And this, the closing yeah. stretch in general is is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, for any golfer, golfers out there, myself and Scott, we're trying to hype ourselves up in the car on the way down to have a good round. And we were like, okay, let's walk through the holes. Okay, first hole, don't go right. Okay, second hole, you can't go right there either. Third hole, you definitely can't go right there. <laughs> <laughs> and we had ourselves psyched out. First tee. First tee, Shani goes so far left <laughs> to compensate. Oh, yeah. So I I, I was lucky, basically, um, on the first hole in Waterville, the driving range is on your left. So whenever that's open, if you hit it left, it's still act- it's actually not out of bounds, but there's a load of driving range balls, obviously, everywhere. So it's impossible to find your ball if you hit it left. But luckily, lads, the driving range was closed, so I found my ball. Um, but that's a funny side of it. Um, but anyway, as you turn and come round to the 16th, Liam's ace is what it's called basically we'll get on to him in a second but there's a famous pro in Waterville who's been there for years and years and years called Liam Higgins who uh, once had a hole in one on the 16th hole in Waterville par four um, and that's why the hole is called Liam's Ace but there's an argument now to change the name someone just told me as I was down that they're on about changing the name from Liam's Ace to Liam's Ace and Shani's Sprinkler Head um, because I kid you not, folks, I almost had an ace on the 16th in Waterville. Maybe there's rename yeah. Sprinkler Head. We don't need to rename the hole. But yeah, the so, whole the hole should 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 definitely not be changed. But the did. Sprinkler Head maybe should should have some sort of plaque that's saying, you know, Shani maybe hit this once. We're taking a couple of lads in front of us word for everything as well. But and how, so how did it, explain, Shani? How did it feel rolling in the eagle pot? Yeah, stop. No. <laughs> It doesn't matter. Like if you get, if you're not getting a one, if you're not first, you're last. So it doesn't matter about the the one. And um, if, if you're not getting a one, you might as well three putt it. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I drove the green and water. The pin was on the front. When we got up there, it was say ten feet away or whatever. But when we got into the bar afterwards, the lads that were in front of us, and in fairness to them, they were sound out. They didn't mind that we'd driven up onto the green. Um, fair sound. They said that my ball was tracking towards the hole and it hit a sprinkler head and threw it offline. I believe we'll, it. We'll take the word for it. Yeah. Who's the fellow uh, with the yellow ball? <laughs> 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 so I don't actually think it was that group, but basically on, I think it was on the first day, because that was on the second day. On the first day, 
um, we were playing behind these lads that were f- fierce sound and pure country and they were we it was slow slow enough day so we were, we ended up driving on top of them a few times by accident it was mainly Ben would get up on the tee and just stick his he plays with a yellow seed ball um, shout out seed uh, a yellow seed ball and he'd just stand up there and as soon as they went over the road of the hill he'd just launch it over and when we went into the bar after thankfully because these things can, can go one of two ways they can either be really pissed off at you or they can be good crack but Literally, your man came up to us and goes, "Who's your man with the yellow ball? Who's your man with the yellow ball?" <laughs> um, which was brilliant. Fair play to them. I will say, I am not as I'm not someone to to generally hit up on people. It was just like over the brow of a hill kind of job. I think we thought they were gone, just to defend myself. I I have been hit in my life <laughs> twice, twice by a golf ball. Uh, well, both Scott. times, both times were by Ben Scott. Both I believe that I was I playing that. in the group in front of him. Scott, play yeah. quicker. So, Stop walking on my driver line as the crow so... flies. Who's <laughs> <laughs> around with yellow ball? <laughs> so yeah, shout out seed. Look, those yellow balls go further. So get yourself some seed golf balls. Played seed all weekend. Love. I actually love it for putting. Feels yeah. so soft. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Yeah, so the 16th is when you really come around the corner and you see there's it feels like water on all sides of you. It's picture perfect. Um, and then the 18th is just... I love it. it I love could the be, could, Again, could be one of the... The Waterville could have the best closing hole in Ireland. Um, and uh, we have a couple of stories here. So, Ben, do you want to tell the story about your birdie from the beach? Sounds like a movie. I didn't actually make the birdie from the beach. But oh, did you? Know? <laughs> it was a par, but I did. I, um, I hit a massive kind of looping hook. When I get under control, it's fine. I can hit a little draw, but it's generally a hook. Stood up on eighteen on the second day, expecting to just hit one out over the beach, let it come back. I've been playing well. I think I was two to four over to this stage, um, and it just hit this massive slice out onto the beach. Um, hadn't hit that in about four years, so that was a bit of a surprise. Mm. But luckily, it was uh, <clears throat> the tide was out, beach was rock hard, and I just like picked a little pitching wedge to the front of the green from there. So I would and I would, one best gross and one best gross that day because of it. Yeah, should have made birdie, yeah. missed a six footer. Epic, epic. I'm sure we'll get that video up on the Instagram yeah. and all of that. Well, <laughs> you guys will. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 18, 18th was good to us. It played downwind both days. The first day. Three of us found ourselves on the green in two, and yeah. two two of us made eagle. One questionable one from Jimmy, who again yes. will will I'll clip this video over. I'll put his video on over it. We we need to know what the official rules are, but basically he hit his hit his eagle putt. It was a terrible putt. He left it just short on the lip. Kind of waited his ten seconds, put a shadow over the ball. Just he had just stood and addressed the ball, and pulled his putter back, and the ball fell in. Yeah. And, and we gave I think, I think this is just one of those things where we just there's no just no point being penal. Just there's times in life where there's no point being anal or I penal don't know, about Scott. stuff and just just give it to him. Just, I love just the way though, that moment. Eighteenth in Waterville. It with was the lads. His only only his second ever eagle. Yeah, I got it. I've never I've it. never had an eagle in a counting round, so fair play to Jimmy. But do you know what I've only just realized, lads, is um your man like I mean, we're only we put it down as an eagle. But everyone who was at the Lions links who potentially may listen to this will will now all of a sudden we're outing ourselves that we put a, a questionable eagle down. I'd say we'll be getting a few messages in. Who's your mama? Who's your mama? Eagle, yellow ball. 
look, we'll put the video up and let people decide. But so he 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 had just stood behind it and pulled his putter back and it fell in. If you're going to ask him to replace the ball, I don't think you can. Like you cannot replace the ball where it was because it would just keep falling in. Yeah, he never actually swung at the ball. In my head, though, I was just thinking, does it just count as a stroke if you... Mm. Like, he didn't He didn't wait too long. It wasn't like, okay, now, Jimmy, it's been two minutes. You can hit the ball. Yeah, again. no, yeah. it was... If yeah. ever there was a, a case for a half shot to be put on a, yeah. a four-point, a, th- a 3.5... Eagle and a half, it. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I would definitely enjoy a ruling session on that if anybody c- could get in the comments there on that. Um... But yeah, what else do we have? Like, I mean, the hotel we stayed in, Butler Arms, shout out Butler Arms. What a lovely hotel. Um, beautiful. So the um, if anyone listened uh, listened to all the pod last week, they'll know that uh, we're actually off for Shani Stag to Berlin uh, the weekend after next. And I was like looking forward to a nice, quiet kind of weekend of golf down in Kerry. There's only four of us. Normally we go on these trips, there's kind of eight or 12 of us and it can get a little bit out of hand. And first night we were pretty reasonable. I think we were all in bed by half ten. I think we just very reasonable. We had had a long drive and we enjoyed the golf. Second night, uh, we started talking to a few more locals in the pub, and we could hear a bit of music going on in the back out the back. So Jimmy tried to go out to what seemed to be a disco and said, "No, look, it's a private party. It's an eighteenth, not let out here, lads." So we we're like, "Grand, look, we'll have one more pint and go to bed." And then some local fella sat down beside us, had a good chat, and we were saying, oh, we were just about to go for a dance, but we weren't allowed. And he goes, oh, that's my daughter's 18th birthday. You guys should head out there. And what can only be described as a pre-stag stag do, one stage, Shani had both his shoes off. They were on the roof. That's all I'll say. It wasn't the quiet weekend we expected. I didn't... Um... Yeah, I would just, I would just love to be in the WhatsApp group of all of those teenagers from Waterville, just hearing what they were asking about who were the four random lads. Five actually, shout out Josh Adams as well. Yeah. The five Josh lads. Adams threw my shoes on the roof. I'll just put that out, mom. Mom, I didn't take my shoes off. Yeah, um, <laughs> like we we just kind of took over some random girl's 18th birthday in Waterville, which yeah, look, it'll be a night she'll never forget. We have a. Whenever we've had a few points, I, I, I have a, a chant that I usually do for the quack lads to promote the brand, um, mainly. Actually, um, in our it's in, it's it in goes, our jingle. It goes, yeah, it goes something like quack, 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 quack. If you've ever seen Mighty Ducks, um, it's it goes like that. And Jesus, they didn't know what I was on about, did they? <laughs> yeah, that went down like an absolute lead balloon. Yeah, so surprisingly, um, save that one for no, Karen. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll finish that one there. But anyway, that was um the next day. Um, actually, no, a shout out to that chip van burger van outside that pub though. That was like a gourmet yeah. burger. That was beautiful. Those lads. Yeah. Um, whatever. whatever that was called. actually before we went in for the points. So you know, I wasn't. Anyway, um, one of the, one of the things what I think that's worth mentioning is we had a couple of people reach out about you know saying the going down and his waterville as good as they say and the cost of it and stuff like that. I think it's probably just worth pointing out as well that like, you know, for the value for money in the Lions Links event mm. um, for anyone next year looking at it, definitely worth going to the Kingdom Cup. I think for the two golf courses you play with Dukes, um, it's such good value for money with the Knights away and um, would heavily recommend. So yeah. anyone who's ever wanted to just, play Waterville and looks at the price and gets a bit scared off, definitely looked into doing it through through someone it, like the lads. Just to, just to reiterate, um, we put up a photo and someone said, oh, yeah, it's a great course, but it costs you 300 quid. And uh, that Lions Links event was around six hundred euro for two rounds at Waterville, a round at Dukes, and two nights accommodation in Butler's Arms. So 
in terms of value for it's money, a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. No-brainer. You're playing a fun golf competition. You play with a lot of lads. Lions Links have another event on called the Mayo Masters, where they've got a couple of spots still left. I think that's uh, Westport and Westport Carn. I can't remember the third course. Maybe it's Carn twice. I think and it's Carn twice. Yeah, it's it's probably around the same price, if not cheaper. And you're going to have a great time. So if you're looking, if you haven't booked your your kind of summer of golf yet, that's coming up in the middle of June. Um, head over to Lions Links and have a look. But it's I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in having the time of your life with your best mates, where would you rather be? Why wouldn't you? The time of my life. Um. So anyway, the next day we were, we were look. Let's just get it. We were hungover. Um. <laughs> and uh. It's hard to play golf when it's hung over and I was trying to keep the energy up for every round as much as I could but it, around the turn in Dukes it started raining and the energy was low the mood was low there was some stress like it was a bit of stress out there and um, on one green Ben turned to Jimmy who had a long putt and said would you like the flag in or out Jimmy and Jimmy just burst out saying can you just please, it? please leave it in please <laughs> Can you just leave it in, please? I think Jimmy's, it just I think, I think cut, the, a, cut the mood. It was I think brilliant. Jimmy's a, a Matt Fitz. Like, he just likes putting with the flag. Yeah. And, and I think that because we were all low golfers, I think he just didn't want to say it for the whole weekend. And we just constantly <laughs> been pulling the flag. And so I think it just, like, kind of erupted. He was he was leader going into the day. And yeah, he was he was faltering and trying to be nice. It was it just wasn't he wasn't gonna win the golf event um come the whatever thirteenth hole that was. And I think it just came to a boiling point where he was sick of not being able to put at the hole with the flag in because we just whip it out so quickly. And I think it just it just stalled. Yeah. Yeah we, the wheels were so well funny. and truly coming off the tricycle there. He was he was yeah. struggling. He started I, and if, was, if anyone's out there sorry. I don't on. know. I think he started the day with like a four point lead. And he, he finished outside the top 10. So that'll tell you how badly he finished. <laughs> oh my God. If it, he, he was not loitering, he was lingering within. It was so intense so even, even if that eagle didn't count, it wasn't going to, it didn't make a difference. He didn't win any prizes. Yeah, yeah. He didn't win any prizes. Um, nor did we. Well, what we myself and when Ben won best grosses. So we represented the pod well. Yeah. I had a good time. <laughs> God. Scott, um, so for everyone, Scott played golf yesterday as well in our own club comp. And Kate, my fiance, asked me, she was like, what's Scott going out playing golf for now on a Sunday? And I was like, ah, look, he didn't he was, he was, didn't play great down Waterville. So he's, I think he's just trying to find something. And Kate, who knows nothing about golf, was just like, what the hell is he trying to find? <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the slot, Kate. Trying to find the slot. <laughs> Um, so look, I think that's just golf, though, isn't it? Some people like if you bring four lads down there, not everyone's going to play well. So yeah, oh, shut up, Shani. Just move sorry, on. let's move on. <laughs> um, but sorry, if there's anyone from Duke's staff, uh, pro shop, anything listening down there, and I know we've given a lot of credits to to Waterville just there, but genuinely now this isn't just because we've just done that. I I genuinely love Duke's. Yeah. Love it. Um, I'd love to have played in your. I know your scratch cup is coming up soon, so I'd recommend anyone going down to play in that. I, I can't, unfortunately, but oh, I love Dukes. The the views are near. Honestly, it's spectacular. I I oh. think it's probably one of Ireland's most underrated golf courses. I think it really, yeah. it probably gets missed by a lot of Americans, a lot of tourists. But I actually think I think it's stunning. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um. Okay. So any more on Dukes and Waterville lads? No. 
I think no. we've waxed lyrical enough about our own golf trip to, to people who probably don't care that much. Just go, just get your golf trip organized. It's so much fun. You can't it's just, yeah. You're, it, playing golf gives you the ability to go have a few pints and have a load of fun. It's get, like get, what we yeah. were saying. Sorry. Get a large get a large group of your mates. Get on to Quack for a customized polo. We'll do you a good <laughs> deal. We love a yeah. golf trip. Yeah. You know, just just do it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. It's like what we were saying when we were down there um, after a few pints. In what sport can Ben like run down to a beach and meet two <laughs> old ladies going for a walk and just say, sorry, do you mind if I just play my shot here? I'm on for the best gross uh, and play back up onto this piece of grass. And also in what sport can you play with your dad or whatever? Like last year I played a four hour round with Ben's dad um, in our home course where both of us were counting for our handicap. And do you know, like what, where, where else do you get that? Like, yeah. you know, so yeah do it um okay so the next thing i have here lads is designing our actually that geez that blends right in very well how do we design our own golf trip we could touch on it slightly but i had an idea of could you so i have two ideas could you play nine holes in the royal ring in Anne next year and then the bullman for dinner and then the next day you could play 18 the old head and then the man fridays for dinner or you could do 18 in Carn, and then get the chopper down to Waterville and 18 in Waterville. So there are my the two way. options is that I'm pitching to the Lions links for next year. I can <laughs> sort of put a bit of pricing together. That's what the, this is the weirdest segment. <laughs> so you need about 50 million to get a nine hole course back together. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe, you need um, a chopper price. How much does a chopper cost? I I remember looking at it thinking it's not two hundred. Is it two hundred and fifty quid ahead from Waterville to the Old Head? Thanks. Can you get an eight ball in a chopper? I may have just absolutely made that <laughs> up, but I have that stuck in my head since I don't know since I was caddying back in the day. So I think it's something like that. I yeah, I actually don't think it's crazy money, but mm. I mean you're hard. Yeah, I don't know. Choppering from golf course to golf course is a you new know, level of. Surely someone could message in and give us a pricing on that. Yeah. Okay, so there was a professional golf tournament on this week also. Um, a very big one. Harbortown, a beautiful place also, which we would love to go to. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I just want to say I, I wish it wasn't straight after the Masters. I know it was on, It was a great tournament and obviously it was a great finish, but I don't know, I was a little punch drunk, drunk from the Masters and obviously we were away, so didn't see much golf um, this week, FYI. Um, I was I was looking forward to watching a bit, and then I had to babysit you at that birthday party. So <laughs> <laughs> we've we've moved on then. Yeah, well, I watched. I like I'm as I said in the last pod. I love Harbour Town, so I watched a lot of it. Um, well, I say a lot of it. I watched a lot of it Saturday evening and Sunday. I watched it all yesterday. Um, first thing that is worth shouting out is for anyone who fancies a punt on golf, you should listen to this podcast. Uh, because when you look at our shouts from last week, um, Will, Cam Young, tied 51st. We'll choose to ignore that. Um, ben, Matt Kuchar, top 20, tied 19th. Oh. Yeah. I didn't watch a single shot. I couldn't have told you if you even made the cut. Yeah, good, good. Mm. Um, yeah, tied 19th. Shani, Sith, uh, your boy, tied 5th. That's an each-way bet there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then also Jordan, 
Michael lost in the playoff last night. Uh, second. So again, Lads, we play a bit, but someone get Paddy Power on here as a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Tell him. Yeah, we would now. Bring the I mean, bookies to the cleaners. Yeah, just looking at some of the previous shouts we've had. Um, you know, I'm I'm yet to have a golfer outside the top 19. So yeah, just I just um, gotta say that's that's just one thing I wanted to shout out. Um, I have a few points, Shani, which I want yeah. both your opinions on from from the weekend. Um. Matt Fitz. So, firstly, happy one, Matt Fitz fans. Oh, yeah. I'm a Matt Fitz fan. He's he's one of my boys. Yeah. He's in my stable. Yeah, love Matt Fitz. Big uh, my stable. Love the um big Billy Foster fan. As I, I like Billy yeah, Foster. I love Billy. For anyone who who saw yesterday, um, go look at basically anyone on Twitter. <clears throat> Billy Foster had a pretty funny um moment where he's like leaning on his hand while Patrick Cantlay's hovering over the ball for his 49 minutes that he does, and um, was mm. pretty funny. Um, also, interesting fact of Matt Fitz winning in Harbortown. Matt Fitz used to spend his holidays every April in Harbortown with his family when he was a kid. So no Matt Fitz actually has a massive tie to Harbortown and is always one that he said he's always wanted to win because of all the summer holidays he spent with his family or the Easter holidays that he spent with his family. He seems to win everywhere that he has spent time at. We should find out what he's done with his life. and, and then. Yeah, only a, second PGA, only a second PGA Tour win. After the uh, the US Open, yeah, it's his um, first regular tour event ever. Yeah, so that's shout out to him. Uh, for me, it was good to see Ricky contending again. Ricky was up there; I think he finished eleven under. Mm-hmm. Um, just love having Ricky back in golf. I just love Ricky Fowler. I think he's nearly back into the top fifty in the world. Is he? That's I haven't looked that up now, but that's good. Um, I saw this because of Justine Reed, but uh, Harbour Town had a at a higher weighting of rank, world ranking points than the Masters, and more money. I think was it? Wow. Yeah. I think Fitz gets more money than um what do you get three point six or something? Who won the Masters? Rambo. <laughs> yeah, John Ram. That's actually no, no, that's me. that's next on my list here is um John Ram. Solid showing after uh, fair play after, to him, like yeah. yeah, showed up and played real good golf. Yeah, um, that'd be like competed. asking us to go play golf today, like oh, stop it, love to. Um uh, that was one and then you I'm not sure well, if either of you didn't see it last night, but what during the playoff, um just classic Americans when like Matt Fitz missed his putt, there was just chance of like USA, yeah. USA. Yeah. And I just wanted to highlight that I can't wait for us to beat them in the Ryder Cup. Um, I just, you know. What a segue into the next oh, segment. <laughs> what a segue. Just like, I just can't Gosh. wait to beat them in the next Ryder Cup and just shove those USA chants back to where they belong because loved watching Matt Fitz beat him. Um, and I'm not a Jordan hater. I like Jordan, but just all the fans. I'm fair. It was fair. It was in the evening. They're all getting a bit leery. The few beers. It was just great that Matt Fitz just blew up the party. Um, and just for your final segue, um, my last <laughs> point here, Shani, was Rory question mark. So was there no, any word as no. he's come out and said why well, he didn't show up? I haven't heard any. I don't know anything about it. Was he missed? No Probably, but I still thought it was a good golf event without him. A lot of people like the resurgence of Jimmy Walker coming from nowhere. Um, that was good. Like to no see. issue with Rory skipping it. Like, yeah, I mean, if he wants to, I know it's the whole thing. If he's been the person talking about, yeah. I'm sure there must be something going on. We all he... know the feeling when you just don't want to play golf. Yeah, or, or has something happened that he has, that hasn't been released? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But I missed him out there. But it's still a real good golf, golf event, yes. and I love Harbertown. Yeah, I love Harbertown too. Scott, I think people are going to start thinking that we actually prepare for this podcast because no, you've really just don't. segued into our next um, segment. What does seg- segue as a verb even mean? But I, I like the way the way we use it. Um, 
we've just segued into our next segment effortlessly there, Scott, because it's Ryder Cup year. And we all know, especially at home, when it's Ryder Cup year, it creates a bit of a carnival sort of partisan atmosphere on the fir- first tee with lots of singing and chanting going on. Um, so we have a bit of a musical theme this week to sort of finish off the pod. Um, Scott Sullivan there himself comes from a very musical family. He's a very musical man himself. Um, myself also, Scott, I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I also come from a very musical family on my mother's side. My granddad played the saxophone in a band. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I and I'm waiting for the. Are you about to call yourself a, a very musical man, or are you going to? No, I'm inside? tone deaf, tone deaf, oh, yeah. tone deaf. Yeah. But um, as as the listeners are about to find out, um, and my my voice is a little um from the weekend as well. So, but um, so we thought we'd make a stab at coming up with a new team Europe Ryder Cup chant, um, and you never know we could get it viral and get it going for the first tee this year. And it, of course, if anyone has suggestions out there from the listeners please get it in. We'll hopefully make this sort of a running theme for the pod. Um, first thing I'll mention is we have to be careful not to step on the toes of the last great home Europe chant, which I'll give to you. We were the blue of Europe. We're never gonna stop. With Thomas Bjorn, our captain, we'll win the Ryder Cup. Stevi was our hero. Now Poulter is our boy. But no one hits it further than Rory, than Rory, Rory McIlroy. What a chant. That is the competition, lads. That was a good one. That is v- going to be very hard to beat, uh, folks. But if you're willing to join me on this adventure and this challenge, as we all know, I love a challenge, journey to scratch, hashtag. Um, if you're willing to jer- to join me on this journey, folks, we can do it. Like we're going to have some covered listeners out there at, on the first tee. You'll be the guys we'll be relying on to start this chant. As my good friend uh, and one of my groomsmen, Clinton Sweetnam, says, all it takes is the second man in. So if one one fella starts it out there in the first tee, all it takes is the second man in, all, and all of a sudden we're on Sky Sports and you and Murray, Laura Davies, and. Um, Beamer and the radar are talking about us, and we'll get all of the composer rights, and um, we'll get all of the uh, what are they called? The royalties. The royalties. royalties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll spread the we'll spread the profits. Um. Okay. So we talked a lot about this over the last three days, but this is our first attempt at a sort of a Shane Lowry chant. So here it goes. Are you, are you going to give the background of where you got it from? To be fair. Oh, I got it from a Chelsea TikTok video. Was it Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, it was Chelsea yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Shane Lowry is off to Rome in a Lamborghini. He's gonna bring the Ryder Cup back to his wife Wendy. He draws them down the left. He fades them down the right. And when he wins for Europe, we'll sing this song all night. <laughs> oh, Shane Lowry. Is off to Rome in a red Ferrari. He's gonna bring the Ryder Cup back to Iris and Wendy. <laughs> you, you put in two <laughs> verses since we last met. That's that's <laughs> impressive, Shelley. You put a lot of effort into this. You God, I'm the host of the Covered Golf Podcast. Yeah, I but do, I mean, I do, I do my work. You missed yeah, a, yeah. you missed another daughter. He has. 
I couldn't fit. I have Iris, Wendy, and who's the other member of the family? I can't remember. Well, look, we'll hopefully, hopefully, Shano will, hopefully, Shano will hear this and um, respond and come back. Ivy, 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 and Iris, beautiful Mm -hmm. names. Um, Ivy and then fit better. Wendy and Ivy. Yeah, it does actually. Look. And Wendy, Iris, Ivy. No, no, no. <laughs> please, listeners, if if you're going to comment, get get in the comments for this. And um, then, uh, lads, uh, if you have me, I have one for our boy Victor Hovland. Mm-hmm. So it goes: He's our Norwegian. He's our golden boy. Have you watched him drive? Have you seen? <laughs> have you seen him smile? He'll bring the cup <laughs> back to Team Europe. He's Victor Hovland. He's Victor Hovland. Oh. Da, 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 da. Do you know? I love that one. Yeah, that's that's real good. Do you like it? Do, yeah. you, do you know what song it's from? And what chant yeah. it's from? Dirty Old Town. Dirty Old Town and the Virgil yeah. van Dyke chant for Liverpool. Virgil van Dyke. Um, even though I'm a United fan. Come on, United. Um, <laughs> so, okay, they're my chance. They're not very kind of like Team Europe, but they have European players in, in it, obviously. Um, what other ones do we have? Sure all, I have is, all I have is they're replacing the, the Colo Torre and Yaya Torre with Rasmus and Nikolai Hogard. I hope the two of them make it because that's just an easy one. Such an easy one to just get going. Yeah. You know? What about yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rye? That would be quite an easy name to get in there. I had a good week this week as well. I couldn't figure out one for Aaron Rye. I'd, I'd enjoy some help on that. Um, I have um, she, I have one for John Ram. He's seen it all. He's won the lot. His name's John Ram and he's never going to stop. <laughs> that that um, one needs work, I think. And then I have sort of a, I'm not sure if this is mean or not, but it's when you're waiting all day on needless slow play, it's Cantley. Cantley. <laughs> it's Cantley. Um, give it, give it, give it to Shane <laughs> Lowry. Watch him hit the ball. He's our Clara star man. I, I love I love the idea of using gimme, gimme, gimme. But that one yeah, good. We, could, we, see, we have a lot of time before the Ryder Cup, though, to be fair. Yeah, okay. yeah, I also really want. There's a guy that might qualify. I think his name's George Campillo. Yeah, Jorge Campillo is the way his is, name is, is actually Jorge? said. Jorge. Jorge. Campillo, oh, that's yeah. even better because that's a, you need an O for chanting. You know, like all we have is Shano. So I was thinking Jorge Campillo, if he can make it, we could maybe <laughs> yeah. add that Campillo. to the rallying cry for Kevin Yu to make the US <laughs> Open. Um. So um, yeah, we have. We have started the the chance there, um, and moving swiftly on from that, that I will probably regret for the rest of my life. Um, we have a, our jingle quiz game to finish. So, any other takes before we finish on a quiz, lads? No, uh, we, I think we, we're good. As as same as last week, we put up a question box. Um, far too late for anyone to actually ask us any questions. We did have a couple. Um, uh, Dean Crowley back in the DMs again. Thanks, Dean. Does Shani, does Shani regret ever tipping up and coming Patrick Hanley given his pace of play? I just don't like Patrick Hanley. Yeah, nobody does. I think it's, you know. Along with that, um, 
someone ask, what would be the slowest four ball on the PGA Tour? Cantley, uh is Coocher slow, maybe? Cantley, Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett. Oof. There's somebody else that's known to be slow. I just can't remember. Oh, um, John Catlin. John Catlin, yeah. yeah. The fastest yeah. would be Fitz and Spieth and... I don't know. Yeah, someone said, I saw a tweet saying it was like speed golf watching the playoff in comparison to mm. having Cantley in there. Mm. Yeah, it was unreal. Um, Jody asks, what's the worst rule in golf? Oh, gripe on I that d- one. When you drive the ball down the middle of the fairway and it just sits in a divot, let people replace it. If it's in the fairway, let people replace it. I hate that. Yeah, yep. that's fair. I agree. Um, yeah. And Paddy says, can I come on your next outing, please? Paddy, of course you can. Yeah, go on, Paddy, you dinger. We will we'll go any, anywhere to play golf if you can organize Great it. Great name. Great age. <laughs> um, any more, Ben? That's all for me, yeah. Right, lads, we are going to finish this qu- this pod with a jingle quiz game. I honestly had so much fun putting this quiz together that I hope this also becomes a running theme. Um, so I'm basically going to sing a song which I have replaced with sort of um, golfy words. And you, the task for yourselves is, so I'll ask one at a time, but the task for yourselves is to give me the name of the song and the name of the artist for a point each, please. Why do I feel like we're going to get to a point, we're going to get to our 20th episode and we're going to get, get over that hurdle and people will be like, yeah, I kind of liked it. And then they just like started singing a lot. About, <laughs> yeah. Like drunk chanting. Would they ever shut up and just talk about golf? I know, I know. Okay, one I'm episode. Sorry, we won't do any singing after this. Um. Okay, who wants to go first? Is it not a buzzer kind of job? No, no, actually. No, oh, it's I'll, just back. It's just first, first. I'll just start with you, Ben, up top left there. Okay. Okay, so Ben. Bump, 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 bump and run, run, <laughs> run, 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 bump and run, done. run. Stand by run. me. Yes, one point and artist. Stand by me. Um, when the night. I'm gonna oh. have to go quick. No. Um, sorry. Sting, Sting. No, sorry, it's Benny King. Oh, we never got that. Okay, uh, Scott, we built this podcast. <laughs> We built this podcast on golf polos. We built the city on rock and roll. Yeah, city. we built the city for the answer, for the song. What's the name of the artist? Um, well, actually, you know, it's Starship. Tough one, tough one. Oh. Okay, Ben. Podcast. <laughs> Roxanne Sting. I'm going to give it to you for saying oh, it, it is the police. It is the police, but I'm going to give it to you. I'd oh, also like to point out you sang that at the table three <laughs> days ago as your example of something. I know, but I never told him who sang the song. Um, so, Scott, when the pots are all draining, there'll be days like this. Uh, Van Morrison, days like this. Yes and yes. Actually, I don't know why I answered earlier. I just I should have let you go there. <laughs> yeah, because I have, when there's golfers complaining... There'll be days like this. Okay, uh, Ben. Um, I have feck your Pro V one. I've a seed in the bag. Horse outside. TV five. I've a seed in the bag. Um, by the oh, oh what? Surely horse you outside. Um, the fellow with the bags on their head. Yeah, blind, come on, blind, what's the name? blind boy. No, it's rubber bandits. You don't rubber get rubber bandits, Ben. Um, Scott, this podcast has really reached a new low. Has Scott? 
Why do I always make bogeys? Is it because I hit too much club on 17? <laughs> Why does it always rain on me? Yes. Um. Oh, Stereophonics? Travis. Oh, damn it. I think that's a good guess. But yeah, unfortunately. No. Um, ben. <laughs> and I said, what about breakfast in Waterville? She said, I think uh, I remember that pub Dooley's. Breakfast and Tiffany's by... Yeah, tough one here, this one. Um, Lady Marmalade. No, <laughs> Deep Blue something. <laughs> Deep, Deep Blue something. Um, okay, two left. Oh, no, one... Yeah, we're nearly there. <laughs> uh, Scott. Yellow seed balls in the sky On their way to out of bounds <laughs> As your shadow <laughs> crosses my line, what it takes to birdie nine. <laughs> that was a hard one to sing. My voice is nearly gone. Please, please, <laughs> please do it again. Uh, oh my God, my uh, voice is nearly gone here. What's it, what's it called? Oh, who's it? Is it Diamonds by Rihanna? Rihanna, but it's... What's it called? Again? You don't get it. It's it's Rihanna. We found love. Oh yeah, we found love. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Now we're into the last last two questions. What are the scores? And let me just get them. Uh, Five, six. Just make them up quickly. No, six for Scott and five for Ben. So, um, one left each, and it's six five to Scott. Okay, give me an easy one. Okay. Um. Well, I wish I was on that <laughs> damn fairway. Slow play and the grass is green. Traveling well. with just my clubs and dreams. Such a tune. It's Soul Doctors N17. Yes. Yeah, yeah well done. Okay, so Ben finishes on seven. Scott, you need two to win or one to tie. Hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I just forgot that I put this in last. I'm so happy that you got this, Scott. This is going to be really embarrassing. I'm sorry to my parents and anyone who knows me. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like this is going to be a win for Scott. Um, Shane Lowry, <laughs> he loves a birdie. Scott, to finish this off. That's easy on me, Adele. Yes, it is. The anthem um... of our weekend. Scott finishes 8-7. Folks, um, if you're still here... <laughs> Apologies. There's no way they're still listening at this stage. There's no way back for us next week. Um, that's it. We've turned the corner and made triple. We're um, on the back nine. We're on the back nine. So look, hopefully we get there to episode twenty. Um, thanks, folks. We'll see you later. Cheers. Ciao.